Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Mosas. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And how's your week been going? Um, good. I guess it was a short week this week, eh? Um, who's who? You have a good memorial uh, day? I just ate and drank a tad bit and, uh, you will be happy to know that I am leaving the house Monday. Where are you going? I'm going to go get my braces tightened. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to a real place. <laughs> oh, Lord. I left the house today. I might go get my hair done, too. Uh, my little buddy uh, lives out here um, from Milwaukee. She does hair. And I'm probably going to go see her because I'm tired of looking uh, like you see, mind. you see my sister braided my hair because I was like, Mm-mm, I can't. Lucky, because I, I don't know how to braid. I can't. Do, I can't do hair. And neither do uh, I. I got as, as a black woman, I should know how to do something. <laughs> I feel. I feel ashamed. I, mean, I don't really like to say it out loud, and now I'm actually sad that I just said <laughs> this on a public platform. Uh, I cannot braid, but my sisters, they yeah. can braid. I have a sister that can do wigs. Like I, everybody can yeah. do hair things. My sister I did cannot. her own sewing. Like how? I can't, I can't. I can't even. I, can't. I don't even take my sewing out by myself. <laughs> I barely brush my shit. So <laughs> uh, sewing definitely ain't happening. I've been practicing on my daughter's hair, but like, I don't know. I feel like I should know how to braid so I can do her hair cute when she get older and get some longer hair. Cause I mean, her. I always have her hair. Did. <laughs> Pay somebody to teach you. I'm gonna have to do something. Cause I mean, I got cousins <laughs> and family members that can braid and stuff that can teach me, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm. I have boys, so I feel like I'm good. <laughs> oh yeah, you lucky. You you lucky. I'll continue to pay Are somebody you... to do mine. <laughs> Are you drinking today? Yes, I made a um. I took some frozen pineapples and some mango Ciroc and pineapple juice and blended it up together. And now it's like a little icy. Oh, you still on the Ciroc? I'm Cirocking it down. Cirocking it down. I'm actually, I think this is the first episode of Murder Moses that I'm actually drinking a mimosa. So <laughs> <laughs> I got my whole bottle of champagne right here. Because I was going to drink out of the bottle. Yeah, I was going to drink right. out of the bottle, but then, because that's what I usually do. But I was like, you know what? I need to keep I it. I get it, Dame Dash. I get it. I need, I need, it. <laughs> I need to keep I it, it classy. It. So I have my glass that says mom juice on it. <laughs> so I'm drinking it. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Um I think I'm supposed to go first this week. Y'all, I, I actually did some research this week, y'all. And I texted Cherie because, oh my gosh, <laughs> this thing, Siri is always talking in my ear whenever I start trying to say something for real. Anyway, I actually <laughs> did some, some research and I texted you this week because I was so proud of myself. That's just so great. Progress. But, um, yeah, so if y'all hear paper flipping and stuff, it's because I actually wrote some notes. I got a whole notebook. Look at this. 
a whole notebook. <laughs> you know, I always just have my Wikipedia up. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, so y'all, you'll also be proud of me because I'm talking about a man this week. Hello. Like, look at me just switching it up. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. But um, one of my friends suggested that we talk about this person. Um, his name is Charles Stobaugh. And his whole situation happened in Denton County in 2004. Um, Denton County is very near and dear to my heart because I graduated. I graduated from UNT, <laughs> so and I lived in Denton for like five years of my life. Um, let me see. Let me see where I want to start on my notes because I write all over the place, and sometimes I can't <laughs> read my own handwriting. Same. Being honest, Same. so. Um, so this kind of starts out somewhat um, December 29th, uh, 2004, uh, Charles called his wife, his, well, soon to be ex-wife, um, to come to his house to talk about life, I guess. Um, and this was the night before their divorce was supposed to be finalized. So their divorce was supposed to be finalized on December 30th of this year, um, of, well, this year, technically, of 2004. Um, and so uh, she ended up going out to the house which was like a farm, some farmland located on a hundred acres of land. Um, mm. And since that night, she has not been seen. Um, so just a little bit of a backstory on Kathy. Uh, she grew up in Waco, which for those of you that don't know, it's like a little bit south of Dallas, kind of in between, uh, in between Dallas and Austin. Um, but she ended up moving to Denton uh, after high school to go to TWU, which is another college that's in Denton. And she, she met Charles. Um, they got married in 1984 after she ended up dropping out of college to get married and be with him. Mm-hmm. And um, some some kind of stories about him being very controlling. Um, but even through that, they still end up having two kids. I don't know how to pronounce the daughter's name, but it's spelled... Um, C-H-A-R-E-E. So I'm thinking it's Sherry, Cherie, something like that. Yeah, it's probably, probably Sherry. I don't know. Yeah. Just, um, yeah that's I how know. somebody would pronounce it. Yeah, we're just going to go with that. Uh, she was born in 1988, and then they had Tommy, their son, in 1991. Um, so after she had the kids or whatever, um, you know, him being controlling and, you know, abusive and whatnot, um, she ends up filing for divorce because she's scared. Um, so she ends up moving uh, back to the Waco area. But uh, Charles convinced convinced her to come home because he would, quote unquote, change. So, of course, like every other woman, she believed him. So that's when they end up buying the farm that he lives on, um, that 100 acres or whatever. Um, and... The kicker to me is like you're married to this person, but he put everything in his name, whether it was the house, the cars. It's like she, her name wasn't on nothing, absolutely nothing. control. Yeah, so you know she starts realizing that he's not really changing. So uh, she ends up going back to school um, and gets her degree in 2003, um, where she starts teaching. And at this point, after she got her degree in May of 2004. She hires a divorce attorney to try to go through the divorce uh, proceedings again. And um, at this point, they have 
So um, they have $77,000 in their savings account, but she took half of it, like Mm. down to the penny of whatever the amount, (laughs) down to the penny, she took half of it. So this all happened in uh, June of of that year. Um, And then, so this is June. By Christmas break, he still ain't signed her divorce papers. And that's what, six, seven months? Like that's, that's 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 a long time. So because he waited so long, uh, she ended up being yep. uh, granted the divorce and she got to split stuff how she wanted to because he wasn't really trying to be a part of nothing. So um, December 29th, 2004, uh, that's the last day she was seen. Um, it said that she spoke to a few family members um, and then Charles uh, dropped their son off just like out of nowhere. He was supposed, they're supposed to meet, I guess, to so they or he was at least supposed to call before he came um but he just dropped them off and uh that's when she ended up um afterwards ended up going to his house and he said that uh tommy said that his last word her last words to him was i'll be back so she was expecting to come home that night but like i said she ain't been seen or heard from since yeah so she on that hundred acres somewhere that's what i'm saying you know there's some yeah whatever (laughs) there's some some people that yeah well i'll just i'll just go through the through it and then you tell me (laughs) what you think at the end because obviously everybody knows who i think did it (laughs) (laughs) so her daughter ends up getting home that night she's like i guess 16 17 at this time and she didn't get home till like one two o'clock in the morning i know as a 16 17 year old me my mama would not let me be out that late but Maybe I, mean, I would me. be out that late, but then nobody know I was out that late. <laughs> yeah, see, I was a, I was a good kid. <laughs> I didn't I didn't do nothing. <laughs> um, but she realized her mom's car wasn't there, so she was calling her. And then the next morning, she keeps calling her and calling her, and and, and she realizes uh, that she went to her dad's house. So, um, so nobody called the police during this time because he claimed that. She got upset and said, don't, and I quote, don't look for me. Oh, so don't, don't look for me because no one will ever be able to find me. That's what yeah, he claims. They, all, that's a, they love that line. Yeah, that's what he claims. So he says that he saw her, he saw her drive off down the road. And the next morning he woke up and her car was outside, outside his house still. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> but um, like I said, neither nobody called the police. They didn't call the police. Nothing. They just kept trying to call her. That's all they kept trying to do. Just kept trying to call her. So, um, she was a teacher. So at this point, the new year and everything, then past it's time to go back to school. She ain't showing up. So, um, there was another teacher that had gotten in contact with her daughter, and she told her that, "Hey, we've been." she's been missing since then blah blah blah. and she was like uh well if you don't go to police i am so and at this point it's like two weeks later like what are you doing um so they end up uh interviewing charles and his story changed a lot but he always stuck to the fact that he didn't know where she was where she went kept saying that she drove and that's all the last that he saw of her um and so uh let me see. I lost my spot. 
a couple weeks after she disappeared, they ended up searching his house, but they didn't find anything. Um, but then it was, I read a different article where we're saying that years later, his daughter admitted that uh, they hid the computers. He hid the computers in the house after this mm. happened. Um, and so they were pretty much just focused, on, trying to focus on uh, finding her body because at this point they don't know, they don't have her body or anything. And so um, her family members putting up billboards, got reward money, but the, the case goes cold at this point because they still just have no idea where her body is or anything. Um, so 2009, the case gets reopened. Um, in November 12th of 2009, he's indicted for intentionally or knowingly had... Uh, knowingly causing kathy's death hmm. i ain't never hmm. heard that heard that like worded that way but yeah so um but they still hadn't found her right yeah they still don't have a body they still don't have a body hmm. at this point um so the prosecution uh was focused on proving that he was the last person to see her alive um they checked bank statements she had like twenty thousand dollars just sitting in the bank wasn't touched um, the only thing that did pop up that was weird was her social um, was used in West Texas in 2006 um, at this, I think it was, I think it said some kind of like cotton farm or something like that. Um, but like she had never been there. So I guess somebody tried to steal her identity or something, unless it was actually her, you know, who knows if she really did just leave, but yeah, nobody believes that. Um but uh, the daughter ends up getting um, interviewed and um, she's, you know, emotional about her mom and, you know, saying that, you know, she doesn't know what happened, but she wants to know what, ha she wants to know what happened to her mom, blah, blah. Um, but then she gets called to the stand and it's like, she's completely changed. Like she's been brainwashed by her dad to say certain things. You know, she's saying, oh, he's a great dad. He was never abusive, never controlling, nothing like that. Um, and so they can tell she's lying, but I mean, there's really nothing they can really do about that. So uh, um, after 10 hours of deliberation, uh, he is found guilty and sentenced to 25 oh, wow. years. That's wild. Yeah, 2011. He was found guilty and sentenced 25 years. But 2014, his conviction gets overturned. They still I'll don't know where that. the, and they still don't know where her body is. But her brother is stuck on the fact that he did it, and so am I. I think he did it. But I'm positive he did, and she's somewhere on that hundred acres, and she just is never going to be found. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Cause he he got away with it, and he out here living. Mhm. Mm and there's like a it was like a big news story or whatever, and um, his kids were uh waiting for him when he got out of jail when he was released, all crying and hugging him and stuff. And my friend that told me about this story, um. A friend, one of her friends, well, she gonna laugh that I'm calling this person a friend, but one of her friends, um, sons is married to the daughter. Mm. Yeah. 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 Is anybody still even looking for the mom? Like, are, are they still... I think the they only people... Like, kind of give up hope? 
no, I don't think any like official people are still looking, but I feel like her family, like her side of the family is still looking because they were even saying, I read part of it where, um, where she went missing, but the, the family, him and the kids still showed up to, uh, New Year's festivities. Didn't even mention that she wasn't around. She was supposed to show up to, um, her, um, I think it was her grandpa's birthday party or something. She didn't show up and nobody really thought anything of it, but yeah. Family yeah. of mine, family of mine, listen and listen well. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody say they ain't seen me, please come looking for me on day one. For real? Two hours in, please look for me. For real? To say, I, I don't know. I don't know. You lose so much I, um, time and you lose so much uh evidence when you wait two mm-hmm. three weeks before something is yeah. reported and especially because nobody called the police at, uh, when she first went missing or nothing and it took it took a teacher telling her daughter oh if you don't go to the police i am so if if she wouldn't have said that then how long would it have been before they went to the police and then here we are 2020 the world already the world's going to shit today but i mean we still don't know what this lady's body is crazy but yeah i just thought i'd switch it up and switch to a man and a cold case a really so <laughs> I'm yeah. well mine is wild like i found this story like a couple weeks ago we need to put like, that on what? a shirt I'm, the way you say wild like we need to put that on a shirt like, <laughs> that is like yikes this is crazy because um okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the first part of the story and then it just gets like what the fuck that's kind of how it gets (laughs) so (laughs) so this is memphis 1996 16 year old travis lewis uh murders sally snowden mckay she's 75 years old and I want to say he must be her nephew, uh, Lee Baker, who was a popular blues and rock guitarist. He was in a few bands. He was like super popular in uh, around Memphis and everything. Um, he he shoot he sh- he shot and killed both of them. They uh, kind of I guess they surprised him while he was trying to burglarize their home. So he, my he's 16 years old. Um, he ends up pleading guilty to the murders. Uh, he's charged as an adult. He does um, 23 years. He does. He does a full 23 years. He gets while while he's in prison. Uh, Sally's daughter Martha befriends him. She just feels like, you know, he was young and, you know, he didn't, you know, that's something that he, you know, maybe could, um, I guess, bounce back from. And uh, wait, she, she's going to visit him. I <laughs> uh, uh, uh. just feel like if, if, uh, if anybody killed me, y'all better not forgive who did it. Because no. Fuck them. Yeah. Because no, no. <laughs> See, yeah, because no, no. <laughs> 
So she's going to visit him. Other family members are like, girl, like, mm-hmm, stop going to visit him. Like, this is going to be yeah. bad. In the end, this is bad. Like, don't stop going to see him. But she kept going to visit him. Got cool with the fella. Um, I got married and had some kids, didn't so, uh, one day he at this point he's like he's 39 when he got out um she ends up giving him a job now the thing about their their land their home it is it's called like the historic snowden house it's like they filmed a movie they filmed parts of the client the movie the client the john grisham book i don't know that it is roger that (laughs) susan sarandon look it up uh <laughs> they filmed like pieces of that movie there like it's like a big thing in the big home like they do like a bed and breakfast there like it's just like this amazing historic place um so he's worked so she hires him to work there supposedly this is what i read mm-hmm. on people.com so she hires him and then uh she had sold a piece of furniture or something that was worth like 10k she gets the money for it she puts it in the home he finds out that it's there. It comes up missing. When it comes up missing, she just kind of fires him quietly. You know, she doesn't make it a big deal of it. She's just like, you know, hey, you know, your time is done here. So I guess he comes back later on. Uh, there's conflicting stories on whether he stabbed her to death or bludgeoned her to death. Um, but uh, he kills her. So now at this point, in 1996, he, he killed her kill. mom and her cousin. And, and her. 2020, <laughs> he killed her. It happened March 25th of 2020. He killed her. Oh, so this was, this was two, a month or two ago? <laughs> yeah. So he kills her. Um, I guess the police are coming. He jumps out of the window. He gets into a car and starts driving, but the car somehow gets stuck. So he jumps out of the car, jumps into a lake, and drowns himself. So um, the police had to use like sonar, whatever uh, stuff, and they found they end up finding his body and retrieving it out of the water. But uh, the family was like, you know, we we tried to tell her not to, you know, come in contact with this guy anymore and just leave him alone, but. She just felt like he had been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rehabilitated. And that just wasn't the case. No. Once a killer, always a killer. Yeah, she was 63. He killed her mom when she was 75. The daughter, he murdered her at 63. She was 63 years old. Wow. I don't know why I thought this was going to take a turn. Like, they got married and had some kids or something when he got out. <laughs> nope. It just kind of, like, it. so when people say, oh, he was just a kid, he'll be, no. he'll be, he'll go to prison, we should let him out and let him start his life all over again. This is an example of why, maybe not. Yeah, no. No. Because, yikes. Because I feel like it's very, it's a very small amount of those people that actually change. Yeah. But you can't really gauge which ones are going to change and which aren't. Because yeah. people are do the So let's not try. Thanks. Yeah. Put them in there for life. But I mean, yeah, I thought that story was crazy. 
I mean, at least he got rid of himself at that point because he knew. Like, oh, he knew he, he was probably he, he wasn't trying to go back to jail. <laughs> not at thirty nine. That's crazy. It's that's sad crazy. because she thought she was doing the right thing, like, oh, let me help him get on his feet, and that's how he paid her back. It wasn't enough that more than likely he did take the ten thousand that he could have just went away with, like just beat it. You didn't have to come back and do all the extra. Yeah. Wow. So that's Travis Lewis. Wow. I hope y'all liked it. I actually um, did some research this week. Um, the next episode y'all here will be after my birthday so yay turn up but um great opening up stuff so you'll be fine uh, i'll be at the house <laughs> but uh y'all make sure y'all follow us on instagram send us like and uh, subscribe and tell your friends and tell a friend to tell a friend and uh send us um ideas of or you know suggestions on who y'all want us to talk about yeah we'll see y'all next week bye